Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to our last day with Tanner Keen in our podcast series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians with Campus Collective. I'm your host, Andrew Callahan. Tanner, it's your final day in the podcast uh, for the time being. What do you have to leave us with this week? All right. Thanks, Andrew. Um, We're going to be in verses 16 through 18 on today's meditation. So let me read those. Uh, Chapter 2, verses 16 to 18. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind. Hmm. So there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I think the essence of what it's saying um, is, is that Paul is warning believers against things that are going to distract them from Christ. So he brings up legalism. That's a word that a lot of us are familiar with. It's following, following the law very strictly and thinking the way that we are, are qualified, the way that we are saved is by obeying all of the laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, he's saying to not let people pass judgment on you because you're not a legalist, because you're not um, holding yourself to a, a, a ritualistic way of um, following the law in order to get saved. He goes, mm-hmm. In verse 18, he talks about asceticism, which is a similar word to legalism, but it's a little bit different. And what asceticism means is like, like strict personal discipline. Is mm-hmm. that a good way to... Yeah, yeah. Sort of like maybe starving yourself as a means of... Uh, you know, I think that the the Pharisees would exemplify this, that Jesus condemned the Pharisees because he says that they, um, they, they make their faces look uh, as though they've been fasting. Uh, they fast as a means of uh, displaying their own piety. And so they starve themselves as though that starvation is itself a merit for them before God. When in fact, our merit is Christ. And if we do fast, it is only for the sake of, uh, it's not for the sake of, of obtaining to salvation, but for, um, coming before the Lord in, in penitent prayer. Yeah. And he also mentions things like, like supernatural experiences with, um, you know, visions or worship of angels or all of these kind of like extra spiritual Things so all of, basically the picture here though is, is things that go beyond Christ right things that are are um, and so I think hopefully you've been listening to to yesterday's and to the rest of this week's because the first word here is therefore and so mm-hmm. it connects everything else that basically I've been talking about this week the fact that our debt has been canceled and that Satan has been disarmed mm-hmm. so you know Satan is, is pointing at us with an empty gun is what we talked about yesterday and so basically what Paul is saying is because of that because Satan doesn't have any weapons to to shoot at you anymore. Stop holding yourself to legalism. Stop holding yourself to asceticism. At best, you know, these things are, are worthless to us. They, they hold no value and are meaningless and um, are, are simply just distractions. And that's at best. At mm-hmm. worst, these things are idols. At, least, at worst, these things condemn us because right. we are trying to, to qualify ourselves by these things that, that they have, um, no, have no substance. Have no substance, yeah. as verse 17 says. They're a shadow. Yeah. So that's, that's, I think you're hitting on an important thing right there is it's important to note 
when he says it's at best useless, right? There's nothing inherently wrong, for example, with um, observing particular rituals. Uh, let's say, for example, he talks about the new moon of the Sabbath. Um, obviously, he's not talking about the heart of the Sabbath, which is to honor the Lord and rest. Um, but he's talking about the ritualistic elements of that. And so there's nothing wrong, for example, with being ritualistic in your approach to the Sabbath or being ritualistic um, by obtaining to traditional rituals, for example. It does become a problem, though. So it's at best worthless as, as at worst an idol, which is disqualifying you. It becomes a problem when you are trusting in these things, these rituals, as though they are themselves qualifying you for the, the salvation of Christ, which is not true. Christ is the substance. Christ saves. Uh, all of these rituals, it says they're a shadow. And so think about your own shadow. That shadow wasn't you, you know, right? You, you were you. And so these rituals were shadows, but the true substance is Christ. So why are you trusting in these mere shadows when the full image of Christ has been unveiled to us in God's word? Yeah, that's, that's great. And so I just think my, my encouragement um, to all the listeners then is just don't get distracted or disqualified by these pointless or idolatrous things. Like the substance, verse 17 says, belongs to Christ. So um, throw all your, your attention on him and on who he is because he's, he's the substance that um, all these other things are you know, are fulfilled in and at the point of all of them is. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we might even jump forward a little bit into the next verse, which says, and, you know, they're puffed up without reason by their sensuous minds and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished into together through its joints and ligaments grows with the growth that is from God. And we'll expound more upon that on Monday. Um, but that's sort of the opposite, right? If you are adhering to the ritual aspects of the old law to qualify yourself, then what you are not doing is holding fast to Christ as though, because Christ has qualified you. And if you're trusting in these things, you're trusting in a false God. Um, but if you're holding fast to the head, if you're holding fast to Christ, through whom we all have been qualified if we received the gospel, um, then you are not trusting in these rituals. And so you don't have to be, nobody has to has the power to pass judgment on you uh, if you do or don't practice uh, ritualistic elements of the old law. It's a little r- less relevant the way he describes it in our context, because we don't practice uh, in the Western American context, Sabbath laws, right? But uh, it is applicable in what Tanner described as legalism, uh, that no one can pass judgment on us in terms of American tradition, as far as what's the American tradition of Christianity. Uh, these are these are useless in terms of salvation. Uh, at best, they are neutral. At worst, they're stumbling blocks. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. That's yeah. Good. Tanner, I really appreciate you pointing us to the, to the reality of the cross here this week. Uh, give a little snaps for Tanner from home. Uh, thank Tanner for joining us this week. Uh, and the final challenge that we'll, you know, that this I hope this week leaves you with is um, to trust in Christ. Um, these old ritualistic things we do, aestheticism, we try to qualify ourselves, they're useless uh, at best. And so let's hold fast to Christ. Um, he's disarmed the rulers and authorities of the world and of hell. And so uh, let's live like it. Let's treat that reality like it's real, what reality is and uh, obtain um, to faith in Christ. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, We hope you will join us on Monday as we continue in our journey, 95 Meditations through Colossians.